Hey, perfect timing. The Sonia Dunn Show starts right now. You're listening to The Sonia Dunn Show. I'm Sonia Dunn. Our guest today is Executive Director of Black Hollywood Education Resource Center, John Forbes. John Forbes will discuss with us today his life journey in TV and film industry, as well as Black Hollywood Education Resource Center's new digital platform for film content. So stay right here. We'll be right back right after this. A social distancing tip. Keeping your distance from others is important in slowing the spread of coronavirus. So here are some fun things to do alone. Read a book. Take a walk. Unpack your suitcase from that trip you took last September. Paint a self-portrait. Catch up on a TV series. Do a puzzle. Remember, we should all stay home to lower the risk for everyone. For more info, visit coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Listening to the Sonia Dunn Show, we have with us our guest today, John Forbes, who is the executive director of Black Hollywood Education and Resource Center. John, how are you doing today? I'm doing excellent, Sonia. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you for being on our show. I know um, you're in a wonderful city couple weeks ago. I know. I know. And I didn't know you were in D.C. all the way from California. I would have made sure I got on your calendar. Oh, yes. That would have been great. So, um, I am, you and I have known each other for a while. Yes, indeed. And you've always been a supporter of my film projects, and I appreciate that. Um, so I want to return the favor and share share what you do at Black Hollywood Education and Resource Center and all the things that you guys are doing for the media industry for those who of of color. Um, but first, let, let, I want our audience to get to know you a little bit better, okay? Okay. So, did little Johnny know that... Uh, <laughs> He was going to be in the entertainment industry. Well, no. When I, you know, I grew up in, uh, for your listeners, in Santa Monica, California, which is a beach community. Yeah. And uh, back in those days, you know, I was uh, either spending most of my time down at the beach, you know, or playing sports. And that's what I always wanted to end up was being the next uh, baseball player, the Jackie Robinson, the Stan Musial, because Stan Musial played first base, and that's what I played. And I always wanted to be a baseball player, and so I really did that all the way up through high school. But I ended up getting a scholarship in football. <laughs> of all things. So I played football at Washington State University. And 
about uh, like, you know, as far as like Seattle, Washington. Yeah, uh huh. There's oh, a little wow. town called little town called Pullman, Washington. Okay. And uh, I think when I went there, there was about a total of 15 black students at that time on the campus. A great deal more now. Yeah. But but you know, I was up there playing football, and I finished my senior year. The uh, uh, football team had offered me, uh, how do you say, a signing, uh, not a signing bonus, but, you know, the opportunity to come out and try out for the team. And what team was that? Huh? Uh, That was uh, San Diego. Oh, really? Uh Uh-huh. And so I decided, you know, at the same time, Alan Funt, so uh, I hope your listeners know that Alan Funt, who did um, uh, the Alan Funt show, what was that? Uh, oh, I cannot think of the name of it now. But he, you know, he, where you go into your family's homes and all these little gimmicks they would play on people. Oh, uh, as far as um, uh, hidden camera and all that. Right, hidden cameras. Right. Uh, so Alan Funt. Uh, had gotten tired of hearing people back in the early 60s. So they can't find qualified blacks. So what he did was he put up $16,000 for four black students to attend uh, Syracuse University. And I happened to be one of the fortunate ones to get that scholarship. And so I ended up going to Syracuse to get my master's in radio and television. And so that's, you know, that's how I react. You know, my first interest was that way. But, you know, they're just got to back up a little. Yeah. Like I wanted to play football in high school and all, all right. like that. But what my interest became in the movie industry was one night uh, on a double date, we are walking down Hollywood Boulevard around Hollywood and Vine, and they were taping the Steve Allen show. And so me being curious and everything, I ran up and was kind of peeking behind the camera. And the cameraman said, hey, and I got a little nervous, he said, you want to run this camera? I said, yeah. So he said, okay, put your hand here on the handle. And this is the focus knob. You go for a close-up and pull back like that. It's the wide shot. And I did that, you know. And so Steve Allen was on it. I was actually had the camera on him and everything. Wow. And so then after that, the guy looked at me and said, now you know as much as I know. Wow. And I said, wow. And that's what I majored in radio and television at Washington State. John, it's amazing uh-huh. how... The it's, Candid Camera was the show. The Candid Camera. Candid Camera. Uh-huh. It's, it's amazing yeah. how one act of kindness from someone can change another person's life. Exactly. Because he didn't have to do that. He could have he just shooed you away. Exactly. But that changed my whole experience. You know, and from that point, it motivated me. So then when I got the scholarship to go to Washington State, uh, the first thing I looked for, did they have a movie TV department and they had a communications department, so I majored in that. And then from that, I went to Syracuse and did the same thing. 
And then, hey, my first job, I thought, you know, having not only a undergrad degree, but a master's in television, that I was ready to become vice president someplace. <laughs> <laughs> vice president of ABC, huh? Right. Yes, indeed. But my first job was at a local station here in Los Angeles called KTLA, Channel 5. And what happened was is that I had uh, my thing was I was a messenger. I delivered packages to stars, homes, and all like that. Yeah. And at that time, it was before the electronic world came into existence. So the big billboards that they had here, I had to climb way up there and actually put the letters in, spell out what show was coming up and all like that. Wow. And I used to say, well, I went to school for this. But that was <laughs> all part of the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to take a break real quick, John. But when we come back, I want to I wanna fast forward to how you got involved in starting Black Hollywood Education and Resource Center and all of the film okay. festivals you have, okay? When we get okay. back. I'm no Sonya Dunn. You're listening to the Sonya Dunn Show. We'll be right back right after this. You're listening to The Sonya Dunn Show, music, interviews, and current events. Check out our on-demand episodes and podcasts on sonyadunn.com. Most of my family, they never graduated high school, so I'm trying to break that barrier. My daughter, Brooklyn, was also a motivation for me to go back to school. Every day after work, went straight to school, and it paid off. At age 26, Kareem finished his high school diploma. I could not have done it alone. I see the future is really bright for me. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. You're listening to The Sonia Dunn Show on FM 96.3 HD4. I'm Sonia Dunn. You're listening to The Sonia Dunn Show. Our guest today is John Forbes. He is the executive director of Black Hollywood Education and Resource Center. Um, John, you also have a lot of film festivals, right? Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, we are into, like, uh, we do, let's see, about four, five films. I don't know the team keep count now, but we do <laughs> what is called Sisters Are Doing It For Themselves, which right. is coming up this March 28th here in Los Angeles. And these are films uh, directed by African-American women or women of color. And so we're into our 27th year uh, of doing those. And the one that ladies kicked us off with doing film festivals, so we did yeah. that. And then we do one called Real Black Men, spelled R-E-E-L. You know, a little play on words. So yeah. we do that, Real Black Men. And then we do what was our big festival. Uh, those two festivals are only like one day. 
you know, one evening we do a, so six or seven films. Then we move on to uh, doing, um, we move on to doing the African American Film Marketplace and the S.E. Manley Short Film Showcase. Right. Which is the big yeah. one. And, yeah. uh, and that's the big one. Yeah. And now we normally have about 90 to 100 films every year nothing but wow. short films wow so some believe and this is you know and this goes way back sandra evers manley first got involved with uh doing short films at the naacp and with a young filmmaker by the name of david massey and they did the first film they did actually was nominated for an oscar called The Last Breeze of Summer. Hmm. So out of that, when we then, she left and went over to, uh, uh, left the NAACP, so she did start to start our own nonprofit organization, which became Black Hollywood Education and Resource Center. And out of that, she, and I don't know if you recall, uh, another young filmmaker by the name of Ralph Scott. Yes. They actually, uh, they actually started, uh, festivals yeah and I ralph think, did it for a, ralph did it for a couple of years right and, and I, I think he's with hmm? um urban world right right he yeah. was yeah yeah yep yep go ahead and, and then he left and sandra called me in and i've been with her for over 25 years doing this now wow you know, the various festivals and so we do that big one and then our last one we do it's called Festival at Sea. And out of that, um, uh, a lot of uh, different chapters around the, around the country, uh, they don't get a chance to see the films. So a Dallas chapter said, let's do a Festival at Sea. So every year they have this Festival at Sea. Huh. And out of that, we pick about 20 films out of our festival the show on a cruise and there you know we get uh you know everyone on the cruise ship is invited to come see the film right mm -hmm. and that's every year and you guys pick a different destination each time right yeah huh. yes indeed i've been over to uh the mediterranean alaska southern caribbean you know wow all around Mm -hmm. So, what were you doing right before you did Black Hollywood Education? Oh, I was working at I, uh, I worked at ABC for movies and television. Yeah. When you said movie of the week, I worked for them. Okay. Uh, for ABC, and and then I. So you just worked your way yep. up to ABC. As far as the, you were at ABC, and you just worked your way up. Uh huh. And then from that, I went over. And uh, started becoming an independent producer, and I produced a film called He's the Mate. I mean, I, uh, I produced a TV uh, a movie of the week called um, The James Dean Story. No uh -huh. way. Get out of here. Uh -huh. uh, for television, I produced that. Wow. I was a co-producer on it. I was the one who went out and found the piece and went and had some friends in the movie, in the, I mean, in the television side who had deals. And I said, hey, why don't we do this movie? Yeah. And I remember and that. So, they, uh -huh. so we made that with Stephen McCaddy. 
And then after that, I mean, from there, I went to um, Universal where we were developing movies for television. Okay. I mean, and TV series. And that's where I produced He's the Mayor. You know, we did 13 episodes of He's the Mayor uh, with Kevin Hooks as the star. And so that was finished. And we were pushing, wrapping up, trying to get other projects going things like that and right. so San- talked with Sandra and Sandra said hey why would you like to get involved with it I said okay so I thought I would just kind of do that while I'm still developing my projects and stuff Right. and next thing I know I'm full fledged into it you know Right. and so that's what's been happening and, you know it's kind of good it's gr- not kind of it's fantastic because you know hey out of that came Gina Prince Blythewood, Gina Prince Blythewood, yep. who did Love and Basketball. Out of that came Ryan Coogler, who did um, uh, Black Panther. So, you know, and uh, Casey Lemons. And, you know, quite naturally yourself. They had all these great filmmakers who did all these films and gone on to do other things. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, right. so then we've been talking around the the platforms share with me what is the true mission um of black hollywood education and resource center okay what we're trying to do is we really want to give the viewing audience out there especially our target audience is that hey here's projects because one of the things that happens in the movie industry i mean in and you go to other cities, is that uh, is that um, they um, people when we go across the country say, "Oh man, how can we get these films? What can we do? You know, uh, we need to see more storylines like this." So we realize that the uh, studios are limited in the type of programs they do, and so we're giving our audience a whole variety of different things and genres. So that's one thing. The uh, And out of that, what we do is, after 25 years, we have gained a vault of films and the relationships with filmmakers. So we have asked them to participate with us in developing uh, Black Hollywood education uh and Resource Center, what we call uh, TV. So now we're going to have a streaming line where we're going to feature all these great films where people can watch them. And the great thing about that is a lot of people don't have time to watch a two-hour movie. But, yep. hey, they love to see a movie that's 30 minutes, 15 minutes, that have a beginning, middle, and end to it. Yep. And that's what we are been creative enough to create these type of films, and we have those. So that's one avenue that we are constantly doing and pushing. We also work with studios in helping promote those films, the big films, you know, like Black Panther, you know, films yeah. like that. You know, so we push those films on our website. And uh, so people will say, what can we go see? All they have to do is go to our website and they can see that. So we're doing that, you know, and 
like I say, but again, getting back to uh, uh, BHRC TV, I think that is the uh, that's our big baby right now. That's right. really getting ready to take off, and uh, we have right now we kicked off on March 18th. I mean, I mean not March, but February 15th, and uh, it's a nice platform. Yeah, yeah. So we have it there. So if you get a chance, go to it. Yeah. And I tell people, and join. <laughs> yep. But, I uh, believe it's um, called um, B-H-E-R-C dot yeah, TV, TV, right? Uh-huh. That's how you get to it. Yep. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. B-H-E-R-C TV dot TV. And that's how you can get to the website, the streaming line, and see it. We're going to have to take Uh a quick break, John, but when we get back, I want to talk a little bit more about um, all the good work that you do for um, creative content artists like myself, um, especially Mm -hmm. those of color, when we get back. Okay. All right. I'm Sonya Dunn. Mm -hmm. This is Sonya Dunn Show. Don't go anywhere. When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? Amid the chaos? Or is the best time, perhaps, today? Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Visit us at sonyadun.com to get a rundown of guests, special events, opportunities, and much more. That's sonyadun.com. www.sonyadun.com.
We're halfway through our show, so stay right here with us. You don't want to miss the rest of this interview with our guest. Social distancing slows the spread of coronavirus. So if you have a fever, dry cough, and shortness of breath, call your healthcare provider before going in. More info at coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. You're listening to the Sonia Dunn Show. We have with us our guest today, John Forbes, who is the executive director of Black Hollywood Education and Resource Center. They um, have um, several film festivals, um, even one on the sea, film festival by the sea. But um, their latest um, creation and baby is Black... Um, B-H-A-R-C dot TV, which is... B-H-E-R-C. B-H-E-R-C. B-H-E-R-C dot TV, which is Mm -hmm. a digital platform for content, especially those who have premiered at your film festival. Um, And as you know... um, it's it's always a long process in order to to get your name out there and and get seen so you, that you can have viable um, resources for people to have some type of regni- uh, name recognition to what you do. Um, on that, John, as far as can you share anything in your past where y- you thought you were headed in one direction and then something happens and and and, and then you had to autocorrect. Yeah, okay. You know, when I first got out of college, as I stated, I came here and was working hard uh, and trying to get avenues into the network, CBS and NBC and ABC at that time. Right. And some of the local stations, wherever I could find a job. And I was looking for a job in directing. I could not get one. Like I said, I was doing all these jobs as a gopher and things like that right and so one day i get a call from my professor at syracuse and he says hey how would you like to be interested in directing uh a new show in kansas city and i didn't want to go <laughs> i did not want to go play. i'm from oklahoma and it's it's it's, <laughs> it's pretty much the same so i right. understand <laughs> so i uh took the interview and the person there was just fantastic you know he was great and uh, he gave me you know I said okay at that time I was married talked to my wife about it and you know hey she was willing so we took off and moved to Kansas City now was this and, some TV uh, was this news or uh, was this a program uh, uh, it was yeah, it was news directing I was Got directing it. the news I was directing everything talk shows the local talk show there doing commercials for the station uh, so all the directors they had about two or three directors so we're doing that the talk shows uh, the news uh, and like I said, the commercials and everything. So, I mean, we were doing that. But one of the things I did was, I, after I got the job, got settled and said, 
I uh, would fly back out here every couple of months to fly to L.A. Yeah. to find out, you know, what was going on, and I would meet people and things like that. And I was trying to get a job in advertising, you know, as a creative person there. Yeah. And then I recall one of the things I never forget is that the person that was interviewing me at the time, uh, you know, I kept, I would call him every now and then, and, you know, and everything. And I, one time I said I had to apologize because I thought I was calling too much. And so he says, listen to me. I want to tell you something, and you keep this with you. Out of sight, out of mind. Hmm. Which meant that, hey, if I'm not contacting him, he never thinks about me. Right. If something comes up, the last person that contacted him, bang. Yeah. And so, you know, that's, so it's a fine line how you be becoming just contacting, keeping up with the person. Right. And, and bugging the person. Right. You know. Right. So those are the type of things that we're dealing with, that I dealt with then, you know. And right. all, like I said, all turned out well. So that's a good mm -hmm. takeaway because um, mm -hmm. we, um, it's always important to do as far as, as far as relationship building in order to try mm -hmm. to get your next gig and all that. Right. Um, and the takeaway of just always trying to be in the forefront of people's mind is, 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 is important. I, I agree with that. Is there any other takeaways you would give an inspiring director, producer, mm -hmm. um, to keep them motivated to keep going? Oh man. You know, one of the things they got to continue to do is to read. I mean, especially the creative side, so you can know what stories are out there. Now with so many uh, different media groups going on, you yeah. know, from ABC, the networks, the streaming lines like uh, Netflix and all of those now. Yeah. I mean, they need content. Yeah. They're starving. And this is the one of the few times now when you could see that uh, the content for... Uh, black shows and the need for black shows is very large right now. Right. The biggest, uh, the biggest problem there is being able to get to see the people. You might have a very good idea, but if you don't have a way to get in to pitch it or whatever. Yeah, those that gatekeepers. Becomes the, mm -hmm, the gatekeepers are some of the toughest people to crack. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the things is that that's what BHRC comes into play with that BHRC we said okay with TV BHRC TV now these gatekeepers uh, these agents and everything okay they don't want me to but they can watch they can watch something on BHRC TV oh I like that then they contacting us right how do I get in contact with that director right or that writer I'd like to meet them you know yeah. And that's what we're trying to do is create an avenue that goes both ways. You know. That's good. Uh-huh. Uh that's really good, so, John. Mm -hmm. Right. Huh. We're going to have to take a break, John. And we're okay. also running out of time, unfortunately. Um, mm -hmm. When we get back, I, I want you to give us some of the people um, – 
that have inspired you in the past and that are up and rising artists that are inspiring you right now for the future Mm -hmm. when we get back. This is the Sonia Dunn Show. We'll be right back right after this. Social distancing slows the spread of coronavirus, so stay a minimum of six feet away from others and stay home if you can. More info at coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part, because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Visit us at SoniaDunn.com to get a rundown of guests, special events, opportunities, and much more. That's SoniaDunn.com, www.SoniaDunn.com. Can't you see? 
I'm Sonia Dunn, and you're listening to my show right here on 96.3 HD4. You're listening to the Sonia Dunn Show. Of course, I'm Sonia Dunn, and we're here with our guest, John Forbes, who is the executive director of Black Hollywood Education and Resource Center. They also have a digital platform that just um, premiered um, in February of 2020 um, that highlights directors of color, um, especially those in the short film sector, to, to, to shed a little bit more light to, to, on some up-and-coming rising artists. Um, John, we were talking about um, some of the things that inspiring creative entrepreneurs and, and artists should do um, to keep themselves um, visible um, in front of people. Uh, but let's talk about some of of the people who you kind of gravitated to back in the day who inspired you to keep keep moving forward can you can you give me like one or two? Oh yeah or i mean yeah three? i would say <laughs> i would say like lou gossett why why uh why why yeah why <laughs> lou gossett you, you sound shocked <laughs> no i'm not <laughs> as far as just, i want people to know why because he was interested in what i had to say and what was that, John? And that, I don't know <laughs> what I had to say, but I was—we were talking, banging, because I'm always talking about projects and ideas. I have this idea, I have that idea, and yeah. one person I recall one time, uh, this was uh, a white executive who said, "Wow, John, you just have so many great ideas," but I'm saying, "Well, but nobody's doing them." Mm-hmm. You know, and so, but I'm talking to Lou, bang that, and then he would have ideas, and we'd talk about that, and you know, so, uh, but it was always that he had a listening ear, and he, you know, uh, that relationship still exists today. You know, we talk and everything, and now it's passed on to his son. His son has done some short films for us, and we've helped promote his films. Uh, he's been trying to do, but so What's it's his that relationship. Uh, Sati Gossip. Sati Gossip. Okay, I'm gonna have to look him up. Uh huh. Okay. Right. Yeah. So right. he's done some things, and then uh, Sidney Portier. He's you know he's up there now, but you know hey. Why Sidney? He was uh, again. Sidney was a very oh very quiet and very uh what's the term uh he wasn't out there you know in the world you know he was uh, kind of in background and you know he liked to play tennis and so uh, a good friend of mine worked for sydney so that's how i got to develop that relationship with sydney but he was very good you know he never you know he never got involved in stuff you know or anything but he was always there focused so you watch him, and you see how they got their deals, and you kind of work your way. See, okay, this is maybe what I have to do. Something like this, got it, or like that. Uh, and so that's what you look at, and that's how uh, you know. I always try to take something away from the you know when a relationship, and I hope I offer something for them to take away. But uh, yeah. that's what we're normally doing, and uh, so it's just. Uh, 
it was uh it was just great like that he's a great person now he's like a william allen young you know he's our moderator and host for our big award show we do every year you know and uh it's just there you know, i take away from him and basically all of as i get is that they're people persons right they like people you know, yeah. because the one thing in this movie, in this movie industry, in any industry, it's about who you know. I always heard the saying, it's not about what you know, it's who you know. Once you get in, it's about what you know. You yeah. know, and so, but, uh, and so you always have to develop that relationship, you know, because you've seen, I've seen people who are knowledgeable but they are the biggest pains in the butt you ever want to deal with. <laughs> and, and you know, and they, they have flashes and then they're gone. Yeah. And a lot of, you know, a lot of them that are no longer around today. Yeah. But, but to have a, you know, somebody that, one, they can count on you. That's the biggest thing. They can yeah. count on you to deliver something. Right. Two is that you can work with people. You know, that yeah. you have that ability to work with people and, you know, and everything. And the other thing is to constantly look and uh, constantly look for things out there, you know, ideas, new ways of doing things, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I hear I'm you. getting more, I'm getting more involved in this whole digital world than ever before. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's, it's, it's the new frontier. Mm -hmm. That's it's the it, new frontier. You know? So yeah, mm -hmm. I hear that. Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. So before we let you go, mm -hmm. is there any new and up inspiring artist that you think some people need to be on the, the lookout for, and, and, and as far as on your mm -hmm. watch list? Your you one. Uh, <laughs> I've always liked your directing. I I, I wanted you to say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but besides yeah, me, yeah. but besides me, who, who else? Uh -huh. Is there uh -oh. anybody else? Oh, there. Are, I mean, there. Are, uh, whole. I'm trying to think of. I got something. My mind goes you, you can blank. Just keep it to me. Oh, there's a young lady. I love <laughs> Nicole Thompson. Nicole uh, Thompson. You, uh, huh? You said Nicole Thompson. Uh huh. Okay. And she is. Uh, she is a uh, USC graduate. Okay. Who's been in our festival? She's going to be in our festival this year with a a, a, a short film called uh, uh, what's that film called? Uh, Blackbird. Okay. It's about the first female pilot. You okay. know, wants to be a pilot with the you know, she's one, and then uh, we have. Uh, uh, Carmen Ellie Wilkerson. She's very talented. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, very good. So, you know, those are the, those are the type of people we have right now. Okay. And and then there's uh wow. Uh, 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 but she, you know, she's directed. I mean, she's producing network shows, but she finally. That's one good thing about us. Uh, you know, 
a lot of people want to uh, direct, even though they might be successful producers right. in the industry. You know, she produces network shows right now, uh, executive produces them, and uh, she wants to do a short film, and she did one. And Janine Sherman Borles, okay. very good, very good, you know. So, okay. you know, those are the type of people All right, cool. uh, that we're working with. Uh-huh. We're out of time, John. We're out of time. Oh, God, I got 10 more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you get those 10 minutes from? <laughs> uh, all right. I well, have to bring you. you back on for those 10 minutes. How about that? All right. All right. I'll have to bring mm-hmm. you back on. <laughs> all right. I appreciate it. It was fantastic. Thank you. I hope I was able to do make it worthwhile, though. I, I enjoyed it. I did, too. And I think our mm-hmm. audience is, too. Okay. So you're welcome back anytime, John. Oh, thank you. That's all we have for this episode on the Sonya Dunn Show. Until next time, encourage, enlighten, empower, but most of all, keep it entertaining. Exercise is hard, so is maintaining a healthy diet. Of course, neither is half as hard as dying. Type 2 diabetes, heart disease, and stroke kill nearly a million people a year. But most of these deaths are preventable with regular activity, a healthier diet, and not smoking. Talk to your doctor about your risk for type 2 diabetes and heart disease. You can stop it starting right now. Get moving. Visit CheckupAmerica.org or call 1-800-DIABETES. A message from the American Diabetes Association.
You're listening to the Sonya Dunn Show, music, interviews, and current events. Check out our on-demand episodes and podcasts on SonyaDunn.com. Visit us at SonyaDunn.com to get a rundown of guests, special events, opportunities, and much more. That's SonyaDunn.com, www.SonyaDunn.com. Testing my faith and my patience, yeah. And you know that I be headstrong, but you know that you be dead wrong. Telling me to relax when I'm reacting, but I, I'd rather fight and lose sleep at night. At least you're on my own. 
Do I even have a choice when I'm gonna have to pick my poison? Have you heard me so good? So good. And even when you cause tears, you're the one who wiped them away. Maybe that's the reason I stay. I stay. It's the Sonia Dunn Show every weekday at 1 p.m. 96.3 FM HD4.